pathway uh, core two element communication in digital sports services so the first part of this is uh, 2.1 types of communication methods applied to digital sports services so fairly common sense these ones I think the first one is written written communication writing letters to people etc or emails and it can be formal or informal obviously formal is dear sir etc etc and informal is all right mate or whatever not quite as, as informal as that but you know what I mean uh, and then verbal communication, if your managers probably talk to you quite formally, um, depends on what sort of an organisation it is. And then there'll be an informal communication, just chatting to your friends at, um, inside the work environment. So formal might be a, an actual meeting with the bosses, etc., and the management. And then you've got non-verbal communication, which is obviously body language, and you should be able to read people's demeanour or their body language, and those non-verbal cues. Might be something in their face or their body, the way they're, the way they're acting that you know that maybe they, they need support in a different way. So there's quite important types of communication in, in jobs. And you know, those are some of the soft skills you'll learn in industry placement. Uh, then 2.2 is types of communication formats and techniques applied. So first of all, main one is formats. So you've got telecommunication, that's obviously telephone calls, phoning people up and explaining stuff to them. If you're on a support desk, that's going to be quite important. People are going to be phoning you and you're going to be the representation of the organisation. So it's got to be very formal and very polite, etc. as I mentioned on another podcast. Uh, then you've got email, sending emails out, either responding to tickets or requests or asking for stuff from other people, and again, formally or informally. Uh, incident tickets, we've got our own ticketing system, which you've played around with a little bit. So again, those tickets can be escalated and you can, and if it's a customer, you'll be more formal than you would be with somebody that you're working with collaboratively. You might be a li little bit more informal on those ones. Uh, notifications, so system updates. You might put a uh, social media tweet out saying we're about to update our servers. So again, you'd make it fairly formal saying, sorry for the inconvenience, we'll let you know as soon as it's fixed. Uh, then instant messages, sending text messages via phone, again internally, externally, depending on what you're trying to do. Uh, forums, you might go onto forums if you're doing that in support forum and put, put up information about what software you're working on. Maybe some developments are going to happen so people, customers can be kept abreast of things. If you're doing some collaborative work with th third parties, you might put forum messages up saying that we need help with certain areas. Face-to-face uh, -face conversation, obviously talking to people. If you're going to conferences or sales meetings, you'll be talking to people and trying to convince them. So again, non-verbal language and, and uh, is very important there. You don't want to give away a bad impression. Uh, digital conferencing, increasingly online stuff. So most, because of the pandemic, obviously still a lot of com conferences still online um, um, and delivered through Zoom or other types of technology. And then presentations in terms of communication. So that's putting up a slideshow or a backdrop of some description explaining what your company does. In order to do those then, types of communication, there's different techniques. Uh, this is a list of techniques. So we've got troubleshooting, that's using a sort of system of trying something, if it doesn't work, try something else until you find the solution. Um, you've then got active listening, if people are talking to you, you're just trying to understand what the nature of the problem is and not just um, not paying attention to them, sitting on your, looking on your phone and stuff. You should be really listening and making notes so you're actually showing because it's going to be difficult if they don't tell you what the problem is, you won't be able to fix it. Uh, reading of body language and facial expressions, we sort of mentioned that earlier on, but you, know, you can, to a certain degree, understand what per person's mood they're in or what they're trying to do, and you need to be responsive to that. If, you, if what you're saying, they're pulling a lot of faces, then obviously you're using far too technical language, for example. Uh, negotiation, again, you've got to try and convince people of something. If you're doing sales stuff, they may not want to spend that amount of money on it, so you've got to negotiate and say, you know, I understand it's a lot of money, but you know this is all the benefits you're going to get as a result. 
conflict handling de-escalation at some point there's going to be somebody who's going to get a bit leery about what you're doing and you've got to and it'll be a bit unhappy customers particularly if you're first line support on a problematic system you're going to get all sorts of angry phone calls it's so, so trying to de-escalate that and make people might calm people down if you can and then use of clear and concise language terminology etc so again it's no point waffling and using flim flam language try to be clear and concise uh, the easier you do that the less time you spend on the telephone and the quicker you solve problems uh, then p2.3 factors to consider when communicating to an audience in a digital sports service context this is how you behave within that if that's your job uh, so first of all the target audience so who are you trying to appeal to that will tend to sort of determine what kind of language you use and how you display yourself what your non-verbal signals are and whether it's formal informal so what is the target audience whether that's emails or uh, presentations or whatever all of these apply to those different types of communication the size of the audience again it's no good being very interactive if you've got if you've got a thousand people in front of you because it just won't work so you've got to gauge how you're doing a presentation in order to meet that audience um, and then the level of digital knowledge, literacy and experience of the audience. If the audience is very skilled, then it's no good, again, trying to tell them stuff that they already know or trying to trick them into saying stuff that you know to be false because they're just going to find out and it's going to embarrass you and your company. And then requirements of the audience, the communication format and the level of detail. So again, that's determining once you've worked that out, what do you give to the audience in order to make them engaged? Um, verbal support in, in person or over the phone. So you, you make that determination. Should I actually go and see the person in or is it just okay to talk to them over the phone? It's making these determination calls, sort of management in a way. Written updates by email are added to a support ticket. So again, thinking about what you're writing and who's going to read it. Uh, you don't want to be too given away too much, perhaps saying, uh, the reason we haven't fixed this is because the company's collapsing. Those sorts of messages you need to be a bit careful about. Uh, classroom or individual training and support. So again, making the determination about how you train people. Um, <clears throat> this is the relations, again, non-technical. This is P2.4, sorry. Um, classroom individual training support, so how you get people to get the message across, make sure people understand what it is you're doing. Remote support, again, it's a different sort of skill, so it's very difficult to dealing remotely with people. You don't have that same ability to read the, the room, as it were, so it's a different skill set, so you need to be aware of that. Screen sharing, we've, we've played around with these tools, I think, but you can actually, um, obviously, if it's enabled on somebody's desktop, you can take over their computer and it can fix problems for them and, and explain what's going on. And with Zoom, obviously, you can do screen sharing as well. Messaging technology, sending text messages or having automated messages sent out. A lot, a lot of companies use that. A lot of delivery companies will have a message saying your delivery is on its way. It's going to be 10 minutes or whatever. Please make sure you're in. And then pre-recorded topic-based e-learning. Um, that's some of the things. I guess this would be an example of that. You might go on to Moodle and just have loads of these video files and audio files and just work your way through it. So you may be involved in making those. There's, again, there's a lot of work within training materials and making those for other people. Quite important. Uh, P2.5, the relation and interaction between digital support services and technical and non-technical managers. So how do you relate with people that are outside of your organisation, or I mean above your your particular um, part of your organisation, they're your managers and the people you need to deal with and explain stuff to them who may be technical or might not be. So first of all, providing direction, support and route for escalation. So if, if you have to, again, people are very busy above you as you are, but if you can't fix a problem, you have to go to somebody, then you need to say to them, I'm really sorry, but I have to escalate to you this problem to you and here's the issues that are involved and if, if it's realistic they'll say thanks I'll, I'll deal with that now uh, written progress reports again it's very you've got to keep a good paper trail or digital trail it's no good fixing things and not know how to do it because you'll come back in six months and, and you'll be in the same boat again so 
progress reports. How did I get there? What have I done? How well am I achieving my goals? And that may tie into your pay, so it's quite important. Uh, escalation of issues through a support ticketing system. We've used our online ticket system. Have a play with that online if, if you want. That's um, tickets.strodigital, isn't it, if you remember. Verbal updates on progress. So again, your manager might, might call you in once a week or once a month and say, right, give me give me an update. Where are we with all this stuff? So you'd have to be actually verbally try to explain to them and use non-verbal um, or non-technical language perhaps or technical to say, well, you know, we're supposed to be at this target. We're not quite there yet, but this is how I'm going to fix it. And then finally on that one, presentation given for a project proposal. It may be that you've been tasked with the, the functionality or tasked with the job to to put together a proposal for the company so you put it together and you go in front of the management or the senior management and say here's my proposal this is the benefits to the advantages and all those types of things so slightly different types of communication there again and then finally 2.6 the relation and interaction between digital support service and technical and non-technical peers and colleagues so first of all support and knowledge sharing um, you know if if it helps the company then you need to share as much as possible whether that's talking to people informally or sending them emails or, or giving them a share of your database it just helps to share that knowledge and then everyone else can be like that so if you come across a particular problem with the software then share with everyone on the help desk and it means that everyone can fix it rather than the company you know reinventing it so that's quite good practice i think uh, information advice and guidance so technical training and resources making user guides there is a lot of um money in, in making user guides you know, um, that's quite a good skill it's not an easy one to do so if you if you like that sort of thing explaining things with pictures and graphics uh, that's a good thing to get into you can write books and then finally for, for this particular section two digital conferencing and collaborative working so again online at the moment, there are loads of digital conferences some of those we can can participate in next year i hope and then collaborative working so um, we'll hopefully get together with some organizations where they'll do some joint development work with us and have to work solving problems and of course we've got that uh, hopefully that IBM conference going up where we'll do some collaborative work with people from IBM. Uh, so that concludes section two which is the sort of communication methods um, within di digital support.